The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor, and if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Since I stand not even five feet, five inches, I identify with Zacchaeus. But that's not the only thing we have in common. I like to climb, but I'm not talking about trees, right? I like to do indoor climbing. Now, when I first heard about indoor climbing, I thought, why would anyone want to do that? Just go up a wall. How boring is that? You know, hiking is one thing where you're rewarded with a beautiful view, or even climbing a tree is outside, and and, uh, you know, you could, theoretically it results in a beautiful view. And I used to think, well, why climb a wall? But a dear friend of mine taught me how to climb. And every time I go, I really love it. And I realized over time that there are five reasons I love it so much. There's the physical challenge of making it up the wall, climbing the wall. There's the mental challenge of figuring the best route up the wall. There's the goal of wanting to make it all the way to the top of the wall. There's spending time with friends who are climbing with you and who are belaying you and helping you climb. And there's mindfulness. When I'm on the wall, all that I'm thinking about, all that matters is the wall. And I'm not worrying or thinking about anything else. Even better than mindfulness is mental prayer. That is when we spend quality time in prayer with Jesus and we forget about everything else. Mental prayer is prayer from the heart. Prayer from the heart in our own words. We can distinguish mental prayer from vocal prayers. Vocal prayers are formulaic prayers that are written down that we all know, like the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, the Rosary, Stations of the Cross. Even the Mass, the Holy Liturgy, is, form, is vocal prayer in as much as it's written down and codified, right? And vocal prayers, when they're said with the, all, the whole heart, have infinite value but there's no substitution for mental prayer. That is real prayer from the heart by which we speak to the Lord from our hearts and listen to him speak to our hearts. This listening to him, ideally through his inspired word, is what the church from ancient times calls the Lexio Divina, the divine lesson or the divine reading. Right? It's when we prayerfully meditate God's inspired word, allowing him to speak to our hearts as we speak to him from ours. 
And the best way to do that is to pray according to the grace that you desire. Do you desire peace? Ask the Lord for peace. Meditate a word of peace. Let him speak to your heart about peace and give you his peace. You desire joy, meditate a word of joy, ask for joy, let the Lord speak to you of joy and give you that real joy. Or chastity, or patience, or healing, whatever it is, the grace that you desire. Let Jesus enter your heart, speak to your heart, and transform your life through that quality, personal time you spend with him, speaking to him from your heart and letting him speak to your heart. Like Zacchaeus, we should make every effort necessary. I mean, he's doing something laborious. He wants to see Jesus. That is, he wants to encounter Jesus, see what he's all about, and he's willing to climb a tree to make it happen, right? Like, like Zacchaeus, we should do whatever is necessary to seek, that is, to encounter Jesus. And as with Zacchaeus, Jesus eagerly desires to enter the home of our hearts to dine with us, that is, to commune with us in the most intimate setting. Consider that in sacred scripture, the house, the home, is symbolic of the soul, right? What is your home? Your home is not a public space where anyone can go in and out at will, right? Your home is a private space where you only welcome in those you're most intimate with. Jesus desires, like he eagerly desires to dine with Zacchaeus, he eagerly desires to enter into communion with us in the home of our hearts. And of course, Jesus doesn't barge down his door, right? Jesus proposes an encounter with Zacchaeus. He proposes a relationship with us. He never imposes himself upon us. We have to do our parts. Like Zacchaeus, we have to receive the Lord with joy and welcome him into the home of our hearts. We have to make the effort. We have to climb that tree. We have to invite him. We have to welcome him in, especially, again, through that quality time every day, alone with him, who we know loves us. That's St. Teresa of Jesus, that is St. Teresa of Avila, doctor of the church. Her definition of mental prayer is an intimate communion between friends, taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know loves us. My friends, if you're not doing so already, I encourage you, actually, I beg you, as your spiritual father and friend, and brother in Christ, to be intentional about scheduling daily quality time alone with the Lord Jesus in mental prayer. As the Book of Wisdom says, the first reading today, he is the lover of souls. That is, he's the lover of your soul. Receive him with joy into the home of your heart so he can say to you, salvation has come to this house. Amen.